This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good afternoon. This is Earth Matters on The Bigger Picture. I'm Juliet Jacobs. Plastic, plastic everywhere is in practically all the packaging that we normally use, from household cleaning products to food packaging and pretty much everything in between. Though the Bring Your Own Bottle BYOB movement has gained traction, most Malaysians still have a long way to go in terms of living up to the reuse, refill and reduce principles. One small company that has been helping Malaysians for more than a decade now to reduce their plastic waste is Kita Refill, a refill station which sells everything from environmentally friendly laundry detergents to insect repellent, all you need to do is bring your used containers and fill up what you need from their store. So today, on another episode of Plastic Soup, where we explore ways to get out of this plasticky goop that we've put ourselves in, I'm joined by Klaisha Wong. She is the founder of Kita Refill, and I'm going to find out more about what Kita Refill has to offer and also to debunk some myths about the refill system. Welcome, Klaisha. How are you today? Fine. Thank you for inviting us. Absolute pleasure. I've been, uh, as I told you, you know, off air, I've been a big fan of your shop for a long time. Terrible person I haven't come, but in principle, I think you are amazing and I'm so glad. Thank you. I'm so glad you're on the show today. So let's talk about Kita Refill, right? So of course, it was um, it was known uh, as a different name before. Yeah, bring- we, we, we started uh, as BYOB, as just like bring your own bottle. It was, it was just a very simple idea of to keep me occupied because I was, I quit my job to take care of my own girls, two girls. So um, it was just a small shop just to refill mm-hmm. detergent. And uh, we advocate just one household at a time. So I think in 2012, we have like probably one or two customers a day for the first two, three months. Oh, wow. Yeah, only because it was so new. Because this concept is so rare. And uh, a lot of feedback that we get was like, why? Why do we need to do this? Because... I know I can recycle yeah. because we don't blame them because in the 80s, we are heavily, um, you know, uh, educated by this 3R Correct. concept. Correct. So, you know, recycle, recycle, recycle. It's like the way to go. But um, yeah, as time go by, we know that recycling is actually a myth. You know, you can't recycle all the plastic and most plastic that you send for recycling doesn't get recycled yeah, anyway. Exactly. Yeah. So we're trying to uh, educate people to reuse or reduce. So that's uh, very hard because of that mindset. And then secondly, I think it's the detergent when it's too cheap. People has a bit of like, you know, uh, skeptical, Uh. like whether will it work or not. And so that's that's a lot of education on that part. You know, one household at a time. So it's really didn't make money until I think when zero waste movement it's a big thing in Malaysia, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. when Bear Johnson came. And then, so then you gather the youth and then social media came into play. And then when you have that zero waves uh, coin, that word, people are more, uh, they're more acceptable. Okay. That, you know, this way of, uh, this habit of reusing, they're not so gully like, oh, why, why must I use bag? Is it okay? You know, so they understand. So that that's better. Mm, and then COVID came. Ah, COVID. Okay. Uh. That put a huge dampener, I'm sure, on everything that you're working towards. Yeah. I think we are back to ground zero. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just just look at that Tatnak Straw campaign. It was mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. Like the, my neighbouring neighbourhood was like, you know, all the Kopitiam in my neighbourhood. 
they were they were they have posters, no straw. They have the Pesatuan Kopitiam that support that no straw and that. But then because of COVID, they invested in I think the machine where they can do delivery, the ah, pay yes, back, yes, the plastic, yes. you know. So, and they are using it till now. It's even you dine in, they will give you that. Okay. With the straw, with the plastic cup, they, and because of labor shortage, nobody wash. Yeah. So they are they are continuing to 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 use that. So this is really like you know back to, and and also people are most uh, worried about COVID, about hygiene. So disposable thing became back, it became the norm again. Norm isn't again, it? yeah, yeah. So. So what do we do now? <laughs> so what do we do now? So it's a bit hard um, after this post MCO, uh, new challenges. You know the shop is uh, my shop is getting bigger because of the rental hike. We are forced to take a bigger shop lot. Okay, uh, the sub tenant move out, and um, I would say um, we need now. It's no longer just to occupy my time. <laughs> As my girl says, from three when they were three and five in a shop, it was like when you, you first know, started. Like, yeah, when I first started, it's more like partly babysitting them and partly <laughs> you know advocating, you know. And then it's very fun when they grew they grew up in their karangan when they go to primary school. They just write, "Emak saya suka cari kutip sampah." Emak saya gembira bila jumpa plastic bottle. The teacher put three question mark. I have a lot of explanation to do. So you, you see, it's a Oh, pioneer, yeah, la. pioneer. Okay. So it was so unheard of, right? So now, um, their school are having like eco, bring tumbler, correct, you know, correct. no mineral water bottle. All these are being taught, la, but uh, you see projects like that all the time because of SDG or you know, some fulfillment of some ESG, but there's no follow through. Okay. So a mm. lot of talk and no actual action on yeah. the ground, right? So yeah. a lot of, I think a lot of box ticking, isn't it? Like, okay, I've done this. I've yeah. brought these people to my yeah. school. I've brought this thing yeah. to my company. Uh, yeah. yeah, look at me. I'm doing all this wonderful yeah. greenwashing, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, the, the most they did, well, they'll do will be three boxes of like paper, glass, mm. plastic. Mm-hmm. And then what's next? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, it's it's actually, it's actually quite lame. <laughs> Thank you Sorry. for saying it. No, thank you for saying <laughs> it. Like, you know, after a while, you get so sick. Because people like us, you know, so many of my comrades are, you know, advocating, no, reduce, not recycle. But then all these companies will invite, you know, then they you give a talk and then they'll go rah-rah, then they'll do this. But then it's just to get their tax exempted. We don't get tax exempted. We are... Still paying taxes. You're still fully operating yeah. as a company, and then we as feel a business, we right? feel being used. You know, yeah. like like it's they they are bigger. They can do much more. Mm-hmm. You know, we are we are actually very minority. Yeah. So there's only so much we can do, and and people in power, people who are in position to make a change, we hope they do more. You know, if you are a you are a HR in a company, or you you know your procurement. Office manager, sure. anything, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. If you if you want to adopt that, you know, SDG, then do something like you know any events in the company, try to just cut off single use plastic. Mm-hmm. It's 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 workable. Yeah. It's just that if it's not just for to tick the box, yeah. you know, yeah. but to really do it, like 
But I don't know why. There's no will to do so. Like, Because it's so convenient not to, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem, right? It's it's that mindset change that is not happening. Uh, people, I mean, yeah. to walk to a refill station rather than just to keep a plastic bottle next to me, let's just say for water lah, at an mm. event, right? So many people would just rather have the plastic bottle, isn't it? And and that's yeah. it's terrible. I'm not saying it's the right thing to do. It's definitely we need to change. We need to uh, individually make that change as well. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I can see people who come to our shops are really ve- making very conscious efforts yeah. <laughs> to yeah. make time just to get detergent, to get their bottle washed, make sure they're made, don't throw it away. <laughs> that's actually a lot of effort yeah. to come and get the detergent refill and then they still have to get go to supermarket to get their other things so it's it's a very conscious effort okay. so if everyone uh, if this this kind of habit can be practiced also in corporates also in government agency mm-hmm. who have been drumming about you know net zero, zero yes. 2050 yeah I mean do it yeah. like have a refill station in the cafeteria or have a detergent refill station. Mm-hmm. So all the office, uh, you know, workers, employees can all just do their, their refilling during their lunch break and then put back in the car. Can be done. The yeah. green procurement. Mm-hmm. So someone has to take this seriously and, and then implement it. Procurement is something that's interesting for me also because I was just speaking to folks from the Greenpeace, right? Mm-hmm. And um, uh, and she was telling me how, you know, green government procurement, because they are the biggest, isn't yeah, it? So exactly. if they started it and then they implemented that and then, you know, it starts trickling down to corporations and to individuals, amazing change can be made. Yeah, It needs to happen at that level though. Well, yeah, yeah, the volume. Imagine the, the changes. If sometimes you go to green event by them, they actually serve you mineral water also. <laughs> so, like, like, I think there's some miscommunication somewhere or or the awareness is not there yet or something. It's it's just terribly long, wrong, very wrong. But also, as you said, right, the pandemic. And yes, of course, you know, we needed to follow these sorts of guidelines and everything. But it's also an easy thing to say, like, why we can't do this lah? Because for for cleanliness, for for sanitary uh, reasons and all of that, right? We cannot have people sharing bottles or sharing cups or whatever, right? So it's I think. But now that we are in that post pandemic phase, we really need to go back to those practices that we were advocating for, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we have. I think it's it's very easy to say in a COVID we can't do this. Yeah, yeah. We have to surf in plastic. Yeah. It's just an easy way out, but. Let's say you implement, okay, if every FMB or every household has more than five liters of waste, then we charge more, you know, mm. solid waste management, implement a, a charge. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, then you, you, you have to pay more. If you have more garbage to throw, pay more. Then change happens. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Then all the FMB will be more conscious. You know, food waste, whatever waste you do. This one can be composted. Okay, then we sort this out. Okay, we use less plastic. We use, uh, you know, something more reusable. Because if you're going to pay more, you will not just dump. Yeah. So. And, and something else that we, you, you mentioned earlier as well, you know, you pay full taxes. You don't get any sort of, even though you're a social enterprise as such, right? Um there's no sort of um, leeway given to you guys. There's no perks. No, yeah, no yeah, tax. Yeah, all the bulk store, all the yeah. All this is I don't know. We are we are new. We are small. We are minority, perhaps. 
So, but okay, through the last five years, I would say we have, we have uh, probably another 10, 20 bulk stores, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mostly in Klang Valley. Yeah. But out of Klang Valley, not yet. So this also show how slow we are in this. So I think the we have to do something more disruptive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It has to have some political will, some major enforcement, if you want to achieve that 2050. <laughs> I'm being so sarcastic. No, oh <laughs> it's okay. I understand your frustration, of course, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. that then... Then we are nearer. Then we can smell that 2050, right? Mm. We, we have to do something more like, as I said, the waste management part. Mm. No point giving solution to the waste that you create. Like, oh, recycling bin. No. We should just reduce or just refuse at the beginning. Mm. So all this corporate, all those people in power, just, just come up with some policies that then people will be conscious. Mm-hmm. You know, because I think the awareness is there. I think so too, yeah. I mean, look yeah. at the plastic bag sort of policy, yeah. though, right? People can uh, adhere to that. So why not, you know, yeah, why not? scale that up? Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So it's just a matter of implementing and make sure that it it's, you know, you follow through, mm-hmm. not yeah. just launch and then that's it. Okay, let's just go for a quick break. Like, shall we? we come back? Uh, let's talk a little bit more about, you know, um, I guess, you know, some myths about, you know, refilling and, you know, how difficult it is, which is, of course, not true. I'm speaking today to Klaisha Wong. She is the founder of Kita Refill. It's another episode of Plastic Soup and we're exploring ways to get out of all this goop that we put ourselves in. We'll have more after this quick break. You're listening to Earth Matters on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. Welcome back. This is Earth Matters on The Bigger Picture. I'm Juliet Jacobs. In the studio with me today is Klaisha Wong. She is the founder of Kita Refill. Kita Refill, of course, is a bring-your-own-bottle sort of system of buying your detergent or your household cleaning products. You know, everything from, uh, I think, even insect repellent, shampoo, soaps, everything you can buy there. You just need to bring your own used containers and to fill up what you need at the store. Um, It is, of course, another episode of Plastic Soup. And we are exploring ways to get out of all this plastic goop that we've put ourselves into. So before the break, Klaisha, were sharing well some of the, some major struggles that you know not just her but other refill and zero waste or, uh, concept stores face. Um, I guess I just want to focus now, Klasha, on actually how Kita Refill uh, works, right? So I'm of course I know it's not without challenges, and I can't imagine you know um, maintaining a package free store. There are of course some unique challenges that you face compared to other businesses. How have you been diversifying? How have you been you know finding new ways uh, to make this system something more I guess appealing or something more uh, um, that that folks can actually you know start doing as well. Mm, okay, yeah. Okay, the ma- major challenge will be like, um, like we we ad- we advocate that they have to bring their bottle, right? Correct. So sometimes when we have like big volume of sales, we can't fulfill because we cannot find bottle. So that that's one. But we work with Suji Recycling Center. We try to get those bottle that can be, you know actually they are pretty nice. Because all these HDPE bottles are so good quality, right? Yeah. It's so sinful to recycle them. So sometimes they collect and they give it to us to reuse instead of knock it down and then again you use up energy to go and recycle them. So they are, they are pretty good in that sense. So, But like the, the last round banje where people want to buy our products to, to donate mm. to the victims. Oh, that way. <laughs> we were like, where do we get bottles? So you see, our business is not, you know, like MCO, we cannot do delivery because 
we are unpackaged. Yeah. So these are the, the challenges, like we are not a normal retail. Yeah, correct. You see? So, um, so we have to pivot and try to think how else can we increase our volume. Okay, so recently we, okay, due to the banjir and then we had this bandera puteh thingy, mm-hmm. uh, we helped for a while. And then after the bandera puteh, we were thinking how else to help the B40. So YB Maria Chin uh, actually uh, sort of like subsidized this group of PPR, Lamba Subang ladies, uh, a, a kiosk. And then we had this uh, Kita Refill Express. Okay. So this is our uh, pilot project that we try out to empower them to talk about plastic, reuse plastic, educate them about, you know, uh, how this can kurangkan sampah, you know, and things like that. And, and then they earn some income. So most of them are either single mom or, you know, have uh, kids with autistic. And yeah. So there are like about four very active women who take turns to look after the stall. And then they have their WhatsApp group. Then they will try to <laughs> sell. So it's a, it's a small thing, but it's, it's good, I think, for them to feel a bit empowered and to also get very excited that, yo, oh, things can be brought like Zaman Dulu, they say, you know, to, to refill. And then it's so much more affordable, but yet good products. You know, it's yeah. not like it's cheap, but it's not, you know, it's, it doesn't harm their hands. So they, they love it. So it's a pilot project that we hope we can uh, duplicate this in various town outstations or something like that to work with someone on that. Okay. So that's, that's one way Guitar Refill trying to empower people to have a job and also uh, advocate green, reuse plastic. And then we also have resellers. Uh, about stores that uh, sell our products. And uh, lately, we have requests from outstation, so we are working on that. And we also realised that we cannot just uh, sell to bulk store. We, you know, if any one of you who have a space and you're doing retail or you have some, you know, a shop where you have a space and you want to contribute, we would like to talk to you. Because we, we realise that we cannot be talking to the same people that already have this awareness. Yeah. We want to also touch base with people who are not sure, but, you know, kind of like interested, but how do you do this? So we, we, want, we want to speak to you. We want to see how we can work together. And hopefully it will change your habit because this is not a lifestyle, you know. It's, yeah. it's really a habit, <laughs> you know. It's a habit of trying to reduce and refuse. So if we can do that, uh, then we have more people on board. Yeah. And see this like a norm. And then the latest one, we work with a, a lady on a refiller mobile. Mm-hmm. I saw that. Yes. Yeah, yes, that, yes. yeah. So, um, so she, what she does is she carry our products and she will go from every taman on a preset date and time. The little van, right? Like little van, yeah. a camper van. And do the refilling there, which is quite good uh, because... People who don't have don't have enough bottle, the neighbors will have. Or they, you know, so it's it's kind it's kind of nice to see that. And I think she's she, I mean, the good the good vibes are there. Okay. Because neighbors see you know, each other doing it. Yeah. Right? So it's yeah. really like community. You know, you have that community. Then in their WhatsApp group, hey, I use this uh, degreaser. It works so well. You know. Wonderful. Okay, okay, next round, my turn. Or you know, that that kind. So, I think it that works. Yeah. That community and you make it convenient. 
Correct. Since, you know, traffic jam, uh, yeah, your shop, uh, I can't find parking, you know, all this problem. So we solve that. So now we have this. We hope you support her. La. <laughs> we, we hope. We, we, we try all these different, different ways of, you know, distributing, refilling system. Mm-hmm. Hoping that we touch more people. But on the other hand, we also hope this can be not just like cottage industry. Mm-hmm. It has to grow. Or else, like, every bottle we save, there are actually 100 more bottles out there being thrown. Correct. So we are fighting a loose pattern. We just shock Sundiri, like, every time. Like, we feel, like, so demoralized. Like, no, we, we have to do more. Mm-hmm. Definitely not just one step at a time anymore because this is post-pandemic. Things are, like, getting worse. So I think we have to double, triple our effort. And... We hope to to speak to the bigger boys that seriously want to work with us. You know, any agency, anybody in position, anybody with with the um, power to make change. Yeah. Because I think it's possible for our country to make change. Just just a few amendments of policy. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, I think most of us would want to do it but it's just not convenient or probably it's like not necessary yet. Or there isn't enough, you know, not m- enough people are making noise about it, you know. There's, yeah. there's, you know, good people like you doing all of this, but um, in terms of mass sort of like, you know, let's make these changes, you know, these are the real things that we need to do, small, small things that will have, you know, a, a knock-on effect, isn't it? Um, yeah. There's not enough people advocating for that, perhaps. Yeah, and yeah, must be must be something... Uh, that we do wrong. La. It's either we're advocating the same <laughs> group or mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like not, yeah, it falls through yeah. somewhere. Or, you know, because uh, what I can see is if someone already started with us, they're usually loyal. Right, okay. Because there's no amount of sales out there about detergent that they will go back to. <laughs> because <laughs> because they say they are not affected by price anymore. Right. And they they like during MCO, some of them like they cannot travel beyond twenty km, right? They yes, were like yes, yes. they were suffering because they say, Oh, I can't use the outside one because the commercial one, the smell is too strong. Mm. I feel like I'm a walking detergent. You can you, how do we do this? Can you get a taxi driver to send it over? So because you're so used to using more uh, you know, unscented products, mm, you know. Mm, mm. Because our products are uh all just to clean. We are not in trying to impress you to make it stronger or yeah. five times brighter and then we add optical brighter. No, 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 we don't do that. Because it's not just about reusing the bottle, it's also about our aquatic system. Okay. Tell me we, about that. Yeah, mm. because we want to make sure whatever af- we wash after the washing, it doesn't kill our aquatic system. So it's not necessary to make the detergent so powerful. Right. So hard. So and because of that we also don't need fragrance, strong fragrance to mask the chemical smell. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. very unnecessary. Once it's clean, it's clean. Nah. Correct. Yeah. yeah. We've been so, so we've bought that idea that it needs to smell a certain way, then only it's clean, can't yeah, yeah. 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 Otherwise then you feel like much. But then if you dabiasa then you Will not go back to yeah. the, you know, because it's because some people have allergy to fragrance Correct. and they didn't know, you know, rashes and all. It's due to the fragrance, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that's that. And so, so we we are we are ready to make a bigger impact, and I think we should, mm, especially now that my girls also <laughs> big ready. <laughs> so I, I I really want to uh, 
focus more on how we can do this bigger and better and make a better impact. And so you're talking about all the other sort of like zero waste uh, mm. and, and refill and, you know, all those, you know, advocating for these sorts of mm. um, changes, right? You're talking about all of you sort of, I don't know, doing this on block or something, right? Coming together? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I I was also thinking that, you know, if yeah, we're so small, so to be heard, probably we have to have a, co- to be, you know, to be, to have a, to set up a consortium or something that where we can speak and negotiate as one block. Mm. You know, to so that our voices can be heard yeah. louder. Yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah, even if we were to negotiate with supplier, because it actually costs us more to do this. You know, to bring our own container to go to the supplier, and sometimes they don't really like to lie on us. So like, like, yeah, yeah, just your volume is so small. And then you know, yeah. very leche. Mm-hmm. Like you have to refill your container, whereas they just sell bulk. You yeah, know, yeah, with so packaging. Yeah. So, like for us, it costs more. Like even our detergent, all the our stock come in the plastic container, and then we have to return it back to the factory and then get it washed to refill again. So, it's actually costs. It's more, more. cost for you, lah. Yeah, yeah travel, it's yeah. the logistic. You know, the 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 manpower to so. But you know, it's not rocket science, lah. So everyone could actually do it. It's just people choose convenience over. Yeah, um, yeah. That's why that's why we don't have the volume. So. Mm-hmm. People say, hey, something, it doesn't save a lot. Yeah, I mean, you may not save a lot, like the savings, like, you know, dollar and cents, not Money a lot. Money tree savings. La. Yeah, but the because we are all small, we are all, you know, back end, there's a lot of movement to make sure that it's a circular economy. Mm. We're not like, you know, just buy one big bag and then try to sell you refillable. No, most of them really work on how they can get it to, from the source without using any, uh, you know, single-use mm-hmm. packaging. Okay. So, okay. so you know, there's a lot of effort behind the scene for all the bulk store. So, you, you in terms of, like, cost-saving for consumer, you know, for those newbies, oh, I don't save a lot. Huh? It's not, not, not worth my effort. Yeah, because unless we have the volume, so it's a chicken and egg thing, right? right. So unless we have the vo- volume, we can offer a bit more cheaper. But most of the time, bulk store only sell things that are really curated ready. Like for us, we, we cannot compare ourselves with normal detergent, but most people do compare, mm. you know, this brand. and yeah. Because actually, our, ours are really premium. If I bottle it up and put some plant-based, natural, da-da-da, I bet you I sell five times more expensive. And people will buy. I will just do it on TikTok. I promote it on social media. I think I will sell more than what I'm doing in the shop. So it's only that people that come and use, oh my God, your things are so good, wonderful. But how come so cheap? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Must be something not right. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we produce our own. We try to reduce. We want to encourage people. That's why we're not trying to make a lot. But I know, if you put it in a nice bottle, you know, all the trigger words. All the fancy marketing. Um, So... Okay. So yeah, that's that's one part of it. Like, we have to also market ourselves, uh, probably, like you know the product itself. Mm-hmm. You're paying, um, even you think the saving is not much, but actually you're paying for much more superior product. Most of them source all the nuts or the grains. They high quality, mm-hmm. you know. And do you think they make a lot? You know, when they sell you and then sometimes got weevils, then they have to Sunday <laughs> mark. Whatever you earn is it's it doesn't yeah, yeah, the economy of scale is not there. 
Okay. But it's all, everyone is doing it because they really believe in it. Okay. So it's, we really need the support from the public lah, to see this as something we do, not just cost saving, but it's really for the environment and uh, reduce waste. Mm-hmm. And, you know, definitely, I mean, budget was tabled and then, of course, now we know not it's not going to be that document. But, you know, it will be retabled. You know, really, our, our, our government, you know, we're talking so much about going green, reaching our uh, 2050, 2030 sort of um, targets, isn't it? Helping out small SMEs like you guys, you know, really, really important, isn't it? Giving you guys tax breaks, giving you guys incentives uh, to do the work that you're doing. Um, so much change can happen just from simple things like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they should start with green procurement. Yes, yes. government That's green procurement. procurement. Yeah, yes. That, yes. that is like, that would be like a major change. Correct. Right, that that block, it's nationwide. We need to do a show just on that. Okay, mm-hmm. we will do <laughs> Well, I mean, we're just uh, running out of time, Clasha. But, you know, before I let you go, you know, for anyone's listening, and I hope, uh, you know, they will make the trip down to your shop. What are some do's and don'ts, you know, if we want to come over to Kita Refill and, you know, start our all our refilling at your shop? I mean, what are some of the things available? What can we get there? And do's and don'ts. Uh, we have most of the household detergent. Mm-hmm. So we have, like, laundry, dishwash, glass cleaner, car shampoo, pet shampoo, hand soap most of the household cleaning product and uh and and like dishwash we uh, we have three types uh, laundry also we have three four types why because every household has different needs okay. so we mo- we have a range like like uh, the laundry is unscented okay. and then uh, we have the the different formulation for active wear for more you know sweats People who don't have enough sunlight to dry their clothes. So okay. that's another formula. And then another formula for people with eczema, for babies. The same with our dishwash. We have we have dishwash that is plant-based for people who want to wash their breastfeeding pump, baby bottle, things like that. So it's it's all different. We cater for different needs. So you can just refill what you need and which one suits you. And um, don't fast too much about uh, about the bottle because we can swap. Okay. So if you have a laundry bottle but you want to get a dishwash, we can we can exchange. Your laundry bottle will be used by another person. Okay. So no fuss about it. And we also reuse milk bottle but uh, make sure that it's clean and then uh, dry it and then you can refill that too. And recently we also start gardening refills. Mm-hmm, refillable. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you want to get your compost, your manuals, your fish meal fertilizer, wood vinegar. We welcome you with your bucket. Or you can use the gunny sack, uh, open it up properly, and then bring the gunny sack back so that the farmer can reuse them. Okay. So it's all, yeah, it's all about, you know, making steps to reduce and reuse, I think, or or refuse when you can, refuse packaging. Like, you know, if something that you buy is already with packaging, refuse additional packaging. I think all those little little steps will sum up. Okay. Yeah. All right. And you have um, how many branches do you have here in the Klang Valley? I know the outside of Klang Valley also got right. Yeah. We um no I we don't have like branches branches yet. I mean we have one in Kuching. Okay. Uh, but uh, most of we work with resellers. Yes. That's, so as you mentioned yeah, earlier, resellers. Yeah. So they also sell other things, not just catering field detergent. They also sell food, but we specialize on. Uh, detergent because we feel that's like the biggest plastic yes. contributor and Correct. every household you'll see wow two three bottles of detergent bottle yeah. every month Correct. so that's like the highest so we can re- eradicate that that 
will make a Make a huge, huge difference. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. So, uh, your your um your outlet, of course, is lo- located in Damansara Kim. Am I correct? So yes. that's fifteen SS twenty stroke eleven Damansara Kim. Uh, no need to make appointments, right? Just come over. Yeah. Come with your. Uh, but there needs to be sizes, right? A particular size, right? Um. Yeah. Anymore? Usually one liter and, and above. One liter and but above. Yeah. But if you if you have those very small containers, most of our customer would then buy the bigger and then they refill themselves the smaller one. Okay. But if you want to, nobody's stopping. Also, you can do that. Okay. You can you can even self service because now our shop's bigger. <laughs> you can self service and refill yourself. Excellent. Okay. Mm. All right. Well, thank you so much, Klaisha, for joining thank me today. You. It's been such an illuminating conversation. One last thing before I let you go: GE fifteen around the corner. <laughs> Any message you'd like to leave to anyone who might be listening? Okay, whoever in position, I hope uh, with the power given, will look into. Not solution to the waste, but to stop, you know, uh, implement something that to reduce or refuse first. Like not not like how to recycle straw, right? But more like how to stop single-use plastic, how to how to ban that. I think we we need some enforcement on that. So, you know, we need that political will. We need some serious enforcement. Thank you so much, Klaisha, for, for joining me today. I've been speaking to Klaisha Wong, founder of Kita Refill. Just search for Kita Refill. Uh, I think you've got a Facebook page. And an Instagram. And an Instagram page. Uh, just that's K-I-T-A-R-E-F-I-L-L. Yeah, Kita, Kita Refill means, every, it's, it's, you know, it's actually a progression from bring your own. Now we want Kita means it's everybody doing it. Let's not, do this, right? Yeah. As a community, let Jom Kita Refill. Um, yes. yes, just search for them on Facebook or uh, Instagram and, you know, make that trip down to Damansara Kim and, you know, bring your packaging and start, you know, this new journey of um, refilling all your uh, household needs instead of just buying it all the time from the supermarket. If you miss any part of our conversation today, download the podcast at bfm.my slash earth or you can find it on the BFM app. This has been Earth Matters on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.